Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. LeVue is, is singing about how thick his neck is. Oh, and yeah. And he puts a belt around his neck, at which point Gaston tenses his neck and breaks the belt. <laughs> <laughs> Very entertaining. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be 
to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Listener's Guild podcast, where we review blockbuster movies having only heard the audio. I'm Luke, the viewer of today's movie. Uh, with me, we have listener one, Piers. Hi, everyone. Hi. And uh, listener two, Ethan. Good afternoon, friends. So before we get into today's movie, since this is our first episode, Piers, maybe you could explain a bit about the premise of this uh, podcast. So we're going to be reviewing a film. However, Ethan and I have only heard the film. We haven't seen it. I, to, uh, to help protect myself, obtained just an audio version of the film. And I didn't actually have access to a video version. So you've seen so nothing. I've seen literally nothing. Um, I've not seen the poster. I've not seen the trailer. It's just the audio of the film. Good. That's commitment. The movie we chose for this week uh, is Beauty and the Beast, the 1991 version. The Disney animated classic, which, as far as I knew, everyone had seen. Um, that leads nicely into the, the first sort of uh, question I have. Why haven't either of you seen this film? I'm not big on Disney princesses in general or Disney princess films. Um, so right out the gate, it wasn't going to appeal to me. Um, I, I think that at some point in my life, I have probably seen bits of it, you know, because it's yeah, just been playing I, in the yeah, house. It's, you just get exposed to pop culture, right? You just you see certain exactly. characters or shops yeah. or things. Um, but yeah, and it's not it's not typically the kind of film that we would watch at a movie night. We would probably yeah, but, go for like a Pixar film, like Toy Story or something, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that, but this is a 1991 film, so it's not like you were like your your how old? 23. Yeah, at, I, know, I, I didn't see point? Lion King until I was like 19. Yeah, I suppose it just seems odd that you. I I never made the choice to see this film, but I've seen it several times. I don't think several. I've ever once decided. Yeah, of course, I have. <laughs> it's a classic. Yeah, but is that? Yeah, but is that because your wife made you watch it? More recently, yes, but that's only one of the several watches. Mm. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it was it was playing at home a lot. Um, yeah. Though, Piers, you have one brother, and that's it. Unless Kathy yeah, sat so, down and made you watch and, it, it was and, unlikely uh, <laughs> you were going to see it. No, I, when we were growing up, all we were really exposed to was um, trying to think back. Now we had Road to El Dorado. Yeah, right? that's a pretty that's good pretty film. Good. Uh, we had Thunderbirds. <laughs> But not, Why do you not put the, those in the not same the category? Terrible, not the terrible live action. It was still the puppet like TV show Thunderbirds. Mm. So, I have seen nothing of, of Thunderbirds. Oh, we could do that next. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, future episode. <laughs> Good. Okay, fair enough. Um, so a better question, I suppose, is what do you know about this film? So it sounds like, Piers, you really don't know anything. Like I said, I like, people have mentioned and made references to it or I've seen tiny snippets of it i'm just expecting like the the disney princess like magical transformation thing at the end yeah yeah mm. and the and the uh true love's first kiss or whatever it is i'm basically yeah. expecting shrek let's be honest <laughs> yeah it is now that you mention it surprisingly similar to to shrek if not i the think same it's a film. testament to i think it's Seems a testament to, to how well shrek is written because it, it just <laughs> welcome to the it, shrek review podcast <laughs> because <laughs> it rips it off like it mm. really does um the whole snow white disney princess type thing yeah it, it yeah, completely yeah. rips it apart it is a it is a, a frequently told story it's not mm. like a but then again it's an mm. old film so it could be the the basis for which those uh, yes plot it was the og was based. 
Anyway, Ethan, I, uh, I wrote down that the the woman is beautiful, and there is a beast. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's what you knew going into the film. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I guess that from the title. Um, I also wrote down the woman falls in love with the beast, but the townspeople want to kill him, which I okay. got. I got right. Um, yeah, I, I wrote they slow dance together at some point. Is right. that is that See, true? I, I still don't know whether that's is true. Is this your sort of predictions then, like for for what was going no, no, to this happen? This is what this is what I already knew about the film going in. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and I know that there are talking objects as well. Oh, that's yeah, what I, yeah, that's what I like knew that. beforehand. See, there's, there's magic. That, magic me, involved. Yeah, that to me was one of the the bummers because I, I watched it again, yeah. um, and I was thinking if you didn't know that, this film would be immediately confusing. But unfortunately, there's no way you didn't know that that, that half the cast. There, are, yeah, there was. I did make a note furniture. of that. There was. I did make a note of that. Like when the furniture is first introduced, I mean, they they sound like people, right? Yeah. So you have no yeah. idea that they're furniture. <clears throat> you, there's no there's no cue to tell you that they are anything but humans. Right. Like, this is this is Chip, and you're like, that's a rubbish name for a person. <laughs> See, I thought that this this is a point we'll get to later. But they've all got very convenient names for the for the objects they are. But we'll we'll, we'll go into that a bit later. Okay. Yes. Um, so so with with all of that said, uh, are there any parts that even now are still frustrating to you because you have no idea what was going on? Um, not frustrating, but you know when um Bell's father, I don't know what he's doing, whether he's on a journey or what. Um, he gets mm-hmm. a- attacked by I thought it was dogs. Um, yeah. It might be the beast himself who he, who he got attacked <laughs> by. I'm, I'm not sure, but only being able to hear it is stressful because there's yeah. too many just there's too much growling. And <laughs> yeah. with a yeah. film that's yeah. about a beast, I have to assume that it's the beast every time. <laughs> but you can't be in more than more than one place at a time. So. Okay, what did you get from that part, Piers? Do you know the part he's talking about? Yeah, when he finds the castle. Yeah, um, yeah, he just kind of like. He's, he he gets his invention. He's like, oh, okay, bye, and then he's off, and you're like, okay, fine. And then mm. he's and and then you're guessing that he's in some kind of wooded area or something, but there's no again, there's no like Ethan's. You just hear growling, mm. and <laughs> oh, I wrote bats, and <laughs> right, and yeah, he goes into a cave, and he's in the cave, and he's like, hey, is anyone there? And you're like, well, no, you're in a cave, man. It's just, it's just you. Is it a cave <laughs> or is it a castle? It's well, neither. I initially thought it's it neither. was a cave. So I, I I think I know the scene you're talking about. He wanders into the forest. By the way, they go into that forest like multiple times throughout the film. I didn't even know that uh, was I, a forest. I, I, I wouldn't, <laughs> they keep I going know. into it. I don't I don't know why. Like it's almost like the main the main setting for the film. Um, but like he Avatar. goes into the forest and um, they're wolves or dogs. You're right. It's just like a pack of wolves, which mm. which are like a reoccurring character. Um, the bats come from like a tree. I think he just backs up oh, to there a tree. Are and a bunch of bats fly out. Yeah, there were there were oh, bats yeah, that yeah. fly out a tree. Um, were there any points where you you genuinely got lost, where you were like, "All right, you know, for this whole period of time, I'm I'm not even paying attention almost because I have no idea what's going on." Not for any longer than like two minutes, and then it, no. would, it would come back around. A yeah, good of, I, I of... would. I did want to bring this up about how well this film does as a um, podcast radio play <laughs> as, as a podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, we'll, I'm sure we'll get to it, but but basically, I think this one performs very well as an audio-only version. Mm. Well, I suppose we'll find out in this we'll find in it, this yeah. venture. Um, yes. Based on the the audio, do you have any favourites, favourite characters, favourite voices? I thought that um, whoever played 
Gaston, whoever voiced Gaston, was really mm-hmm. well cast because you could tell yeah. he was a tool, like straight from the start of the film. That he was meant. <laughs> well, to... I mean, he's he's in- immediately like misogynistic. Isn't like the one of the first oh, things he's like, says is like, "Women shouldn't be reading" or something. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I haven't seen this film. I hadn't seen this film uh, the whole way through recently. Phoebe was watching it, and I watched sort of the last half of it. Mm. Um, but I was like audibly laughing at the whole first like. 20 minutes because Gaston is fantastic he's, he's hilarious, hilarious. Gaston, yeah. he's, Gaston is the best character. he's hilarious and he's got a great voice he, he's oh got... yeah he's yeah it's so good it's so good um mm. it, and the way he treats his friend I don't know the guy's name I can't remember it being mentioned anywhere um, uh, it is mentioned multiple times I barely remember any character's oh, is names it, is it oh, oh. <laughs> do either of you remember no I have Hang no on. idea I, think, I didn't no, know that Maurice uh, no. was the dad until Piers just said five seconds ago <laughs> Uh, I had to look it up on the Wikipedia afterwards. It's Lafoe. That's it. Lafoe. I had to look it. Yeah, Lefeu, I had to look yeah. it up because I didn't. I don't even hear remember his hearing name. that. I didn't hear his name. Lafoe, whatever. I, um, I don't remember. Lafoe, Lafoe, whatever. Yeah. So he, like, he mistreats his friend as well. He's like, "You're an idiot, Lafoe." He's terrible. Yeah, it's fantastic. He's like Bell. I love you and everything, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. then he's like, Bell's father is a fool and he's crazy. And it's like, <laughs> come on, man. And he says it to her face. He says it to everyone. He says to everyone, it's like, oh, you're all idiots. I don't oh, like any yeah. of you. Gaston. But yeah, funny character. Very funny. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think he's definitely my favourite character in the whole in the whole film. Because, but yeah, well, his his song... His song made me laugh quite a lot. His his song of, like, no one does anything like Gaston, right? But, okay, this this brings me to my, to my first what was on screen question. Because mm-hmm. there's a line that I think it's LeFou says, even when taking your lumps. Yes. I mean, firstly, that's so out of context hmm. in the song. He's like he's he's singing like Gaston's got great hair, and I mean, and he's got lumps. <laughs> oh yeah, what's up with that? No, the, he, he's the Gaston. Every inch of his body is covered in hair. Like that's a desirable yeah. trait. <laughs> right, right, right. What is that? What you guys didn't see, okay, is on. I, I wound it back to double check. When he says inch, he winks at the camera. <laughs> no, no. He genuinely winks at the camera oh. when he says that. And I was like, did he wow. just? <laughs> Mm, very um, suggestive, Gaston. But but he also exposes his chest to show his chest hair at that point. So um, I don't know. Hang on. So is Gaston the beast? Because he's covered <laughs> in hair. <laughs> Gaston. I like how they were, they were already singing a song about Gaston being great. And then he joins in on a song about how great Gaston is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Freaking Kanye West. So do, do, both of you know, do both of you know what Gaston looks like? I have no idea what Gaston looks like. I'm I'm really? expecting I'm expecting the largest chest in the world. Yeah, I'm expecting like, like a big triangular shaped hair. body. Yeah, you know. yeah, like the squarest jaw imaginable and the waviest blonde hair. Like well, they, they do describe him in the song. They? Yeah, he's big. Is he big? I take it he's he's big because they do say something about his size. Uh, he is. He's very tall. I mean he he hangs out with with Lefou, who's like. <laughs> four foot so oh, okay i figured it, he was small i figured they would do that to lean into the animated cartoon style yeah. so yeah. so what what was on screen when they say even when taking your lumps the reason he's saying it is because he got turned down by bell and then lefou's like trying to cheer him up like even when you're taking your lumps you know even when you're dealing with all this people mm. still want to be you something like that isn't it he does okay. say everyone wants to be you and then there's the sound yeah. of someone getting punched in the face i don't know who it was yes. but it... It, that's very out of context yeah. <laughs> he, he hits a lot of people there, in there's song. a lot of that <laughs> towards the yeah. end towards the end of the film 
Beast says, Belle, you came back. And then there's a punch in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost don't want to spoil that. Um, it's actually quite a violent film for, for Disney. Yeah. Um, in that song, this isn't really violent, but it did make me laugh. In that song, he breaks a belt with his neck. So LeFou is singing <laughs> how... his how, neck. <laughs> it's exactly what he, he does. does. He sings about Lefou how thick is, he is. singing he? about how thick his neck is. Oh, yeah, and he yeah. puts a belt around his neck, at which point Gaston tenses his neck and breaks the belt. <laughs> <laughs> it's very entertaining. So further to, to, I guess, what Ethan was just saying, um, are there any sort of parts that, that you found funny that you get the impression weren't supposed to be funny? The the obsession with eggs. There's like a... Oh, in yeah. the, when the villagers are opened, uh, introduced what? in the opening, there's a woman that's like, oh, I need six eggs. Oh, what? Later right, on, so when that... Gaston's like, I've ate a thousand <laughs> eggs a day as a child. <laughs> he does say that, doesn't he? It's, it's funny. Far, I didn't, it's I, funny. I, didn't, I didn't catch the, the I don't know, pro-egg agenda. <laughs> um, I guess it was a film about because eggs. Because all, the visual, <laughs> all the visuals are there to distract me from, from realising the Beauty of the egg. Well, the, yeah, <laughs> the he, literally, the he literally eats, like, he says, what, 48 eggs. Yeah, Four cartons like of eggs. Yeah. And then and he's like, now I'm a scene... man, I eat five. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he eats a bunch of eggs in that scene as well. <laughs> oh, of course he does. <laughs> that, that whole song is just a big bundle of fun. It sounds like a bar brawl in the background. Like he's bigging himself up completely unnecessarily. And then he uses my favourite word in the entire film. He says, expectorating. <laughs> right, I don't even which... remember that. Yeah. Uh, so he's they're, they're like oh spitting that so they they have spitting matches right oh yeah no yeah, one yeah. can spit as no one can spit as far as Gaston and then he's like yeah I love it when I expectorate <laughs> <laughs> he does and you know what he it's my favorite he word he does it's great he, such um, a nice word the belt that he I think I, I did go back to check and I'm pretty sure it was the belt that he'd just broken from his neck he bites that off chews it up and then spits that into a jar. <laughs> Which it's again a really is well, a desirable trait in a man. Who thought of that? Who, <laughs> it's who was a really like, nice... yeah, we should draw that. We should animate that. that, that would it's look almost good. a shame that, that neither of you have seen it because it's really well animated. And I guess maybe because I was looking at it with looking at it with a, a kind of critical eye. Mm. Um, but it's it's really well animated. There's loads of detail. Um, really interesting to watch. Are there any other? Uh, what did you think of the whole like ending sequence, like the I don't know crescendo or whatever you call it? I I didn't get the payoff. That I wanted, you know. Describe was... it for me. What what happened in the the ending scene? Beast was impaled by somebody, and then yeah. some magic happened, which is just the most ambiguous thing ever. Some magic happened, <laughs> and he was okay. I can't remember whether he turned into a human after that or before that. I'm assuming that it's during the magical sound effect that yeah. he comes out the other side, a man. Oh, because she's like, "I love you," and yeah. then. And then there's and the magic. Then he sound. turns into yeah. Yeah. the human Shrek from Shrek Two. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm yeah. assuming he's. I'm assuming he's just as buff as as Gaston in the end. Well, how would you describe the the human that he turns back into? Um, I'm it's think, Prince I'm Charming from of, Shrek. Yeah, well, well, it's Prince Charming from I'm Shrek. Thinking, it just is right. Who's the uh, the prince in Cinderella? Prince Charming. Yeah. Yes, no. Yeah, Prince Charming yeah. is Sleeping Beauty, isn't it? I have no idea. Oh, yeah, sorry, Either sorry. way, he's like a Ken doll. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it really is. <laughs> Which yeah. is stupid okay, well, because, it, it, you know, it, this happy ending has no ugly people in it. Uh, that is the happy ending that Disney has decided to go with in this film. <laughs> How wrong you are. Is he ugly? Is he an ugly boy? 
You have no idea. All right, okay. It's. I'm assuming. I'm assuming he's really pretty, right? And Kendall, like. Oh, and he's if just that's not, the is case, he? He's just the complete opposite. Oh man. Okay. Well, if, I am. I am genuinely convinced that someone at the animation studio was was having some kind of prank where they were like, "What if we made him even uglier when we turned him back into a human?" <laughs> Because like the the it does like this reveal, and you probably heard the audio cue. Um, after he turns back into a human, it does like this big orchestral sweep, like like loud mm. crescendo thing, um, to reveal his face. And he literally turns around, and his face is on the screen. And it's like it's like it's like a jump scare. He's terrifying. <laughs> he's, he's so ugly. He's got like these massive like pursed lips, and his eyes are like giant, and his hair's all sweeping, and he's got like a, a weird jaw. It's really like it's I don't know disturbing. if you're messing with us. Right I'm now. not even slightly messing with you. After this, if you, I mean, if you want to, after this, watch that scene back again. He's, he's disgusting. Okay, but then again, oh, that kind man. of plays into the the theme of the yeah, film. Yeah, it really yeah, does. I was, gonna, I was I was going to say that's that seems like a conscious choice. They're like, well, hang on, do we make him basically <clears throat> Gaston, but not quite as buff, or is he just? really ugly and then that is the moral of the story yeah is that i mean she ends up with him i, think, I mean to I be think... honest with you he I, I assume he wasn't supposed to be ugly but what what i imagine happened was they were like we need to make him a really attractive person this is the big reveal but they couldn't make him look bland or boring so they had to like give him all these features mm. but right it's just it's just scary i mean the old disney animation has a bunch of like scary faces in it anyway i mean every <laughs> you can literally pause the film at any point when bell is on screen and she'll be pulling some some weird. Yeah, I've face. seen when those, she, like, turns those um, memes. Those internet maymays. Um, so I assume it, she, he wasn't supposed to be, but he definitely doesn't look. He definitely looked like he's, he's been hit a few times. Or mm. I thought towards the, you know, when she gets captured in the castle, um, mm-hmm. I thought there was an air of compassion to Beast based on the audio. Based on the audio, yeah, you know, he. he showed her to her room and everything. She he didn't have to do that. Oh, I see. But but then he turned out to be. A terrible person. Um, yeah, he wasn't very nice. He reminded me of Phantom from Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, um, yeah, it's very Phantom, Phantom of the Opera. Except <laughs> Phantom of the Opera is probably more. It, it sounds strange, but more realistic in mm. that she's like, yeah, that's great and everything, but you're a horrible person. I'm at least eighty percent sure. Me and Phoebe have had this discussion before. I'm at least eighty percent sure that there's a, a sort of subtext to this film that it's actually about Stockholm syndrome because mm. he's. He doesn't change that much. He he just I was gonna say, wears some nicer clothes. Yeah, I was going to say there's the amount of t- the amount of time they spend <laughs> on him being a nice person to Belle is very very short. Absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. She reads him a book, and then and then he's nice. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. That's yeah, about yeah, yeah. all there you get. There is not, not much you... substance to their relationship at all. Although it, it's interesting that you say that because I mean, obviously, the point of this whole podcast is that you've only heard it. Um, you've only got the dialogue. There's a lot of like uh, visual stuff. I think there's like a montage. I guess you wouldn't have seen, obviously, um, of them doing stuff together ah, that I suppose okay. you wouldn't have seen. They have like this whole snowball fight outside. There's some really funny scenes in that. So I, I think there is a lot more development, but I guess it is a lot more visual. Mm. Um, okay. I'm, I wondered that. I did think time for timing wise. They had. I think they had to. Otherwise, it would have dragged. They'd spent enough. They have to spend enough time establishing that he's a beast. Yeah. Both both in his character and in his appearance, mm-hmm. and then to then commit the same, if not more, time to him being a nice person, uh, being uh, and and developing a relationship with Belle. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's enough time in ninety minutes <clears throat> to do all of that. No. Which is why um, the one eighty so happened in like two minutes. He was chasing it, her. Which out. is why it's. 
which is why minute, it's montaged. And then the next minute, yeah. he's like, oh, I've never felt this way about a woman before. Yeah, yeah which is really creepy. Really creepy. <laughs> the minute he turned nice um, was the minute that he had something to get out of it. Again, not a great message for kids, is it? Only be nice <laughs> if you not. can benefit from it. He was also He's also a bit creepy. He uses the mirror as a hidden camera in her room. I thought that in that scene, he's like, show me Belle. He, he like, he, he, I can't remember what's happening in that scene, but he walks away, sits in like a dark room. And he's like, show me Belle. And he sits and watches <laughs> in a mirror. And I think she's lying on the bed at the time or something. Oh, like no. That. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, oh, it was dear. a bit. But I mean, oh. you know, innocent Disney moments. Classic beast. Um, so just to, to go into maybe just a bit about the characters before, before we summarize. Mm. I want to know how much you know about the characters. Do you remember, is it Lumiere? Lumiere? Lumiere. You should have the Wikipedia. Lumiere. Oh, man, that um, guy's a player. I did not expect that. Like, he starts did... out so nice, and he's introduced to, and you're introduced to him, and he's like, oh, he's this really, like, charming French guy that runs the castle. And then and then he's like, oh, when I'm a human again, I'm going to have a, a, a woman on each arm. And you're like, oh, whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you both know what he was? Was he a hand they're not, they're not humans. Uh, was, you is he you the candlestick? No, maybe a clock. I don't know. <laughs> so Lumiere is a is a candle. Actually, that makes can, sense. Candle, candle, candelabra. Candle, is it candelabra? Yes, he's a, right. he's a candlestick. Yeah. That would make more sense. Um, yeah. What about Cogsworth? <laughs> oh, he's a clock, isn't he? He's the yeah. clock. He's a clock. Mrs. Potts. Uh, she's a she's a teapot, she's a and then teapot. Chip is her can son. I just say, but she said, oh, yeah. she Sorry, is painfully British, right? Like annoyingly yeah. British, and yet Chip, mm. her son, which is a completely other issue <laughs> about having children, <laughs> is American. What's up with that? Yeah. Well, I does it, I don't know if it ever says clearly that uh, Chip is her son. She does. She says. Yeah. She? she says. Yeah. Yeah. She does. Oh, I mean, I, I didn't. <laughs> you were watching. Attention. You were too busy watching. <laughs> true. To be, there you go. Audio gives you so much more information. It's the difference between reading a book and, and watching a film. Yeah. And listening um, to a book. Yeah. <laughs> but the only reason I, I thought maybe she wasn't is because when they get turned back into humans, she's quite old. So. Um, yeah, I, I was going to say. I was going to say she's old enough to be his grandmother, right? Yeah. So wait, you didn't know they they all get well, turned back into humans? I knew that they got made beautiful again but i just assumed that they turned into like nicer looking plates <laughs> like fine china like upgraded <laughs> they were clay pots and they turned into china yeah so they but, they all get the, that's the whole ending scene you see them all back as as humans again so um, did they all the live is, in the castle before yes I, I think the idea is that they were all either servants or, or working or living in this castle and and Beast was the okay. prince or whatever. Yeah, I, I feel ugly. I feel like they had to rush. They I, so they had to really condense it down to to the ninety minutes. They had to make yeah. I, they had to make room for Gaston's song though, right? They had to. <laughs> I know, and that song it's true. that held up the spanned film. like three scenes. I swear, mm, it went it on did. for a while. It was a good like five six minutes. It was the best song though, in my opinion, is "Be Our Guest." That was good. Yeah. I know that song anyway. It's the best from. Uh, yeah, I've heard that song. Yeah, yeah but... I would imagine you had. It's great that you say that because visually, that's the best song as well. I would, I would argue. Be my guess. What did you have going on in your mind during that that song? Yeah, I'm just expecting a million plates. Yeah, and a million yeah. chairs. <laughs> that is like, surprisingly <laughs> accurate. Around and there were fireworks at the end, which was strange because I thought I thought they were indoors, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it's a bit dangerous, isn't it? Yeah, the fireworks just suddenly appeared. Yeah. It's one of those sort of, you know, like um, Genie from Aladdin. It's one of those kind of 
music sequences where you know time and space just don't exist oh, and they kind I of see. do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, Very right. sort of abstract. Um, and there, there is literally a type. scene. Yeah. There is literally a scene that, that speaks to what Pierce was just saying, where it's just a bunch of plates on screen, like they fill up the screen tiles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's very, it's very uh, entertaining. A so, lot of it, go on. Felt devoid of emotion because I couldn't see it. Like the at the end when he was dying, I felt mm. nothing towards that, which is there's really no, strange. There's no impact. There there's no, no like, impact. I, have, I wouldn't have cared whether he lived or died at that point. No, it is, it is quite a powerful scene. The whole film is quite. You know, it's very, um, it's loads of dark colours and very, like, um, depressing. Mm. Between them, there's a lot of sort of colour and, and lights and flashing stuff. I, th- I, I think, do quite like it, though. I, I, I think it's a like really it. tight plot. I think it's a really... Because it... Well, this is the thing. Because it's a fairy tale, the, Wait, the plot has been... <laughs> well, it was a documentary. <laughs> oh, <is> it... <laughs> <laughs> So, having now heard this film, um, are you going to go back and watch it? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think possibly I was just asking too much out of a kids' film. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely not more than than you're expecting. I, I quite like the film, but only as it is, as in it's a kids' film. For a kids' film, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. you know that, that's about yeah. as much as I would say. Uh, it, uh, it's it's highlighted why <clears throat> I don't like musicals because distilling it. You don't like hearing, musicals? No. Firstly, background lyrics are indecipherable to me. Like when there's the right. big choral sections, and then you've got the lead character will stop, and then you'll hear the the background singers uh, sing a line. Yeah, I cannot discern the lyrics <laughs> to this key... to this day. I do not know what they are saying. Don't know at all. Yeah, and then I get yeah. Gaston saying like, "Ah, I agree with you, background singers." <laughs> and you're like, oh, "What are you agreeing with?" Um, yeah, it's weird. And then also the crescendos in my mind don't necessarily line up with meaningful character developments. Right. So the human again, right? The human again song is, "Ah, oh, we're furniture or whatever, and we're going to be humans again." You're like, "Great, you're excited." I don't think that constitutes a five-minute big song and dance. Well, it does nope. obviously wait, in a musical. Wait, what? There was a song but, about them wanting to be human again. Yeah, what's that? But it like there's a it, and it ends with this huge crescendo, and you're like, when yeah, was but that? That's, they're side characters, you know. Ethan, I do you know I what song remember. this is? No, I'm hoping. I was hoping uh, that you would. What song are you talking about? And the, the, like, I the big crescendo moment should have come in <laughs> in Beast and Belle realizing that they love each other. That yeah. was a big crescendo moment, and there isn't the song... one for that. You know the song where the roof gets off and starts singing about how it hates being a roof? You both know that song, yeah? Luke. <laughs> 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 what, what is Pierce talking about? I'm not just going to sit here and agree. I don't, what song are I you don't talking about? Song. What on earth do they all be... sing about wanting to be human? All the, like, all the furniture yes, from the castle. I'm with you. There's yes. a song. It's called Human Again. You've lost me. <laughs> I don't remember that. There's a, Anyway, my point was is that there's... This is the other thing with musicals, is that they'll make a big literal song and dance out of everything. insignificant moments. Yes, that is true. And, the, yeah. and, then, and then therefore, because of timing constraints, miss actual meaningful moments in the film. Yeah. And it just comes down to, like, oh, they're not the same musicals. They belong in theatre, not necessarily on screen, in my opinion. But that's just me. Cool. Well, I think we've learned a lot about this film. <laughs> Hopefully, um, <laughs> this uninformed review will, will help. I don't know. Help you decide if you want to listen to, to decide it. If you decide you want to listen to a thirty, year, a now 30-year-old film, um, nice and relevant. Um, and join us next week where we'll be reviewing 
Uh, it was Thunderbirds. <laughs> Thunderbirds. <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe in your podcast app to get notifications when a new episode is added. If you have a movie recommendation or just want to say hello, email us at listenerspodcast at gmail.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.